Squeezer, question from the last show, Finally. The Bird Show. Oh, yeah. I'm starting off with a question right away. Uh, uh-huh. I, po- I posted the U.S. Acres, and, and I can't remember for it. And I could have guessed, looked it up, but the little research I did proved, proved you were right. Was it called U.S. Acres, or was it called something else? Uh, it was U.S. Acres here in right. Merca. And then it was... Uh, I think it was Orson's Farm. And Orson's something else and between Canada and Europe. But, yeah, because I don't, I don't think they had, like it's not. It wouldn't be acres there. It would be like stone, or right? Some other U.S. stupid form of measurement. In, in Canada and and across the world, they don't get what U.S. or acres means. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. It doesn't apply. The hell's an acre. What the hell's a pint? <laughs> Fair enough. The hell's a yard? Uh, a yeah, foot. we just started making shit up. Yeah. Well, that was that was English, not American. Yeah, and everyone else decided. You know what? Ten works. I mean, it worked for the Romans. Like, there's a perfectly good system that's been in place for uh, millennia. Measurements of ten. Tens, and uh, yeah, I mean that's the... where decimation came from. What's like, the fun in that? Every tenth guy, you got to beat to death. <laughs> What's the fun in that, though? In decimation, it's kind of, it's like the whole idea is like, uh, keep everyone in line because you don't want to be that tenth guy. Yeah, I guess you're right. Sorry, I'm a little sleepy. Uh, oh, it's okay. I didn't. Uh, I I was up early this morning and bed late last night and uh, long day today. And I spent well, as soon as I got home, I was sweating my ass off, digging up my flower, digging up the fucking grass, clover, and weeds that have taken over my flower bed. Yeah. <sighs> and now it's pouring like a, but it was. Still, it's yeah, it pouring is. like a bastard. I heard some rumbling. I thought one of my kids yeah. fell out of bed. It's just the thunder. <laughs> just the thunder. You're close now. I know. So yeah, we, it's we, like we have the same. We share weather. We share weather. It's cute. Even though this uh-huh. it, this is like sometimes when we're at work, it we it could be like raining across the street. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can literally like you can just look out and see it. Like, huh? Yeah. But uh, a gen generally 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 is that the word I'm yep. looking for? Generally yeah. good reaction to the bird show squeezer. So, a kudos, sir. Interesting. People like it uh, wasn't my idea. It was it was the people's. The people gave it to us, um, and damn it, did they come through? We came through, squeezer. We we came through. Have you we, seen? We, we what we did what they call pulling it out of our ass. Right. It is now September second. Right. Second. Uh yes. Almost the third. Um, and we're. Are you sick of Halloween yet? <laughs> I haven't. I didn't. I haven't been out much. 
Uh, the pick, only place pick. I've been is Home Depot, and I didn't get to go to like the fun part of Home Depot where they have all the fun stuff. I will never. I could. I could have Halloween 365. I'll never get sick of it. I've been just no, dying. Target is slowly starting to put it out slow, and it's earlier than ever before, but it's still so mm. slow. And like we got the pumpkin spice everything. I made pumpkin spice cupcakes with cream cheese frosting. Ooh. I'm not a baker. It was out of the box. You know that's fine. It is, yeah. I mean, it's 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 just all someone did was just do like a couple extra steps for you. Like right. they just measured it out, right? And that's it's the like, hardest you know, part of baking. Well, yeah, that's the important part. That's that's the one thing I don't like about it. It's too much right. science. And when you cook, whereas when you cook, when you it's cook, art. You just yeah, like you throw in spices. Pan, I just throw shit in it. Right. I don't mm. measure a fucking shit. No. Like, oh, a pinch, a right. dash. It calls a for like, a pound just... of beef or a pound of chicken. I put what I want in. Yeah, I got a general idea what it looks like. Right. But with baking, if you're not specific, you will fuck it up. Oh, it doesn't. Yeah. And don't fuck up what kind of yeast you're going to use. Uh, made that mistake trying to make pizza dough once, and I got a loaf of bread with sauce and cheese on top. Oh, yeah. Oh. It was delicious. <laughs> yeah. Very filling. <laughs> It's like a uh, Chicago if you've ever pie. Cut pizza with a bread knife. Yeah, well, it's a first for everything. Um, but yes, I so I got the Pillsbury, the box has a pumpkin on it. It looked very fall and delicious. And at Target, and I bought the two Funfetti chocolate and vanilla. Yeah, I know. I'm a fuck. I'm the basicest of basic bitches in the mm-hmm. planet. But I was just, I'm really excited for Halloween. Maybe it's just because, like, the summer, we really couldn't do anything. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, Halloween, it's basically... See, but I usually like visiting, like, haunted attractions during Halloween, which won't be a thing this year. Yeah. Whatever. And next year. I'm not butthurt over it. Like, so many people are like, oh, I'm so upset I couldn't go anywhere. You know what? Well, yeah, You're it's alive. what you've been wanting. You've wanted to be a shut-in for years. Yeah, I've now always been chance. teetering on the verge of agoraphobia for... Uh, Agoraphobic, I believe, is the term. Yes. Uh, Agoraphobia is if you're afraid of large mountains at the end of uh, teenage children's obstacle course games. The aggro crag. Tell them about it. Well, thank you. What's it? What was his name? Mark. Mo. Thank oh, you, Mike. Uh, Mike. Uh, Th- Mike. Thank you, Mike. If you get, if your team gets to the top of the aggro crag and hits the buzzer, you will win the challenge and get awarded. <laughs> I'm butchering it. <laughs> Uh, so I realized a few things uh, today. I re- this morning I realized when I was up at the crack of dawn that 2020 would have been it should be Homer's favorite year. He gained 60 pounds, Squeezer, just to work from home. Oh, that's true. Right, and do nothing. Now he's, he became a big fat dynamo. <laughs> right, he wouldn't be able to go to see Honk if you're horny. <laughs> you know, <laughs> on his lunch break. Uh, oh. But you know that's the small uh, give and take. You you and he'd be able to wear his muumuu everywhere and not look like a weirdo because it's 2020. Yeah, I'm surprised. I have not seen more muumuus. Maybe I just haven't gone out enough. Maybe the people in the muumuus aren't going out. Uh, um, such a young and, and virile we, worker. We got all our all our cool swag. Can we get a a muumuu? <laughs> sure. I mean, we for, got plenty of guys yeah, that right. can wear it for our crew. 
I don't look like a weirdo. It's a smock, guys. It's a work smock. Hold on. You know, just like just like on the field. You know, if if you're down on the field, you got to wear a vest. You know, it's like whether you're media or broadcast or so photography. I'm, I'm gonna have you to. You know, you just a mumu. I'm gonna have to get official um, network fat guy hats then. What are you doing uh, down there, Dad? Yes. Washing my fat guy hat, honey. <laughs> Um, and I believe we all need company issued, uh, reaching brooms. <laughs> What's he doing with that broom? What's he not doing? Hold on. Here it is. This is for you. The vast waistband. <laughs> I'm looking for something loose and billowy. Something comfortable for my first day of work. Work, huh? Let me guess. Computer programmer? Computer magazine columns. Something with computers. Well, I use a computer. Yeah, what's the connection? Must be the nonstop sitting and snacking. Well, sir, now many of our clients find <laughs> pants confining, so we offer a range of alternatives for the ample gentleman. Uh, ponchos, moo-moos, capes, jumpsuits, unisheets, muslin body rolls, academic and judicial robes. I don't want to look like a weirdo. I'll just go with a moo-moo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh... that's it. We won't have moo We can have unisheets. Yeah. Uh, I, that might be one of the best. It is the best episode. Not the best episode ever. Hold on, this is one last clip. One last clip. This is gonna be all of you guys. Three <gasps> sample of fabric softener. Woohoo! Mmm. I can feel three kinds of softness. Dad, what are you doing down there? Watching my fat guy head, honey. So <laughs> uh, <coughs> that's a classic. Uh, you, so I got to get you guys some fat guy hats. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but like, it might be the most quoted episode ever. Yeah. But but what I'm saying is 2020. Like I know the show's still going. I haven't watched it in a while, but. Homer should be living life, finally able to work from home. Right? Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, would he Would he get the, they should give him the whole console though that time, this time around. Well, it was like, his. I had a cool setup. Remember, it was his vision when um, he, he envisioned Flanders coming home miserable and him, uh, I brought you a lemonade and a beer. <laughs> and Marge comes out and they dance and he's got his whole console mm-hmm. and he's in his hammock. Yeah, and he's in kind of his John Hammond with shorts look. The, the and white. that is how most people working from home actually work <laughs> right. from home. That's the fat guy look. Yeah. What? Because everyone's not... like, oh, you're doing less work at home. No, no. They're doing just as much work as they would actually do at work. To be fair, just... you were probably fucking around less. Not that you, I was. Not that you were yeah, working. I'm I, not saying you were working more. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> But yeah, because I only have two small children right. to bother me, rather than <laughs> a uh, whole building full of them. Yes. Uh, today I was being amused by my. Je- I was in the court being amused by the jesters. <laughs> yes. Uh, of little Dave and Uncle Bex, amuse me, <laughs> and they damn did they, they do a good job. Yeah, they. I. I didn't want. I didn't mean to interrupt. I'm sorry. I, I actual. <laughs> well, I was pressing clo- work things I needed. And I was I'm like, uh, close to having you beheaded, but you survived. Let let the two idiots. And I mean that at, not as an insult, but like that uh, as a role in the court, the idiot. <laughs> um. Uh, 
But uh, so what what was your uh, I'm not calling you a fat guy, but what was your work from home outfit? Uh, I wore m- basketball shorts a lot more. I rarely do. You own basketball uh, shorts? I like two. Yeah, uh, I'm wearing them right now. I I don't like them. It makes Actually, me feel like I. They're, I, they're I get baseball shorts. Done. They're I'm, I'm a I'm one of those wake up and put jeans on right away kind of guys. Like I got to get dressed and like ready to go. Right. Um. That way I feel like because you never know. Like it's like oh it's. Like 6.30 a.m., time to start your day. Because you never know at 6.35 if you have to, like, you know, change your oil or, like, dig a hole or, you know, you got to be ready to go. <laughs> Order a tab if it gets things get Order too hectic. A tab. I, I wonder how many people tripled their productivity from home. Oh. Why? Well, I, I wonder how many people said, uh, hey, Miss doesn't find me sexually attractive anymore either. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Or ate Play-Doh donuts in a, in a <laughs> moment of despair while on the uh, scale. Towel rack. Yeah. Homer, towel rack. Uh, that, so that, 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 was, that was going through my mind this morning. I don't know why it came to me, but I'm like, oh, man. Because I, I guess Enchantress is working from home. And I heard her in, there, in her office actually working, typing away. And I was just thinking, like... Oh man, you know, I, I, you worked from home during this, but I never got an opportunity to do it. I, I do it in the morning sometimes, but it's just basically taking phone calls so I could like put my pants on, you know, mm-hmm. and go to work. No, it's definitely easier taking phone calls without pants. Oh yeah, yeah, it's kind of a power move. You're on the other yeah. line without pants. There's a chance they might mm-hmm. know it, and I want mm-hmm. them to know it. Yeah, it's like when when, when Cato like met with the a king of Egypt and he like was on the toilet just out of disdain. Just, you know, th- more Roman history in this episode. Just trying to get it out. Oh, I thought we were talking. I got it. I got to use it. No, that's a real thing. It I, actually happened. I thought we were talking a crossover between, um, Batman 66 and the green Hornet. Oh, I see Cato. Gotcha. Cato and King Tut, a villain. Ah, I like it. I like it. Yeah. That, I wouldn't be surprised. That's, Let's make it happen. That's odd. I'm not even joking. That's honestly what I thought you were talking about. Oh, no. I was like, Kato. Come on HBO Max. What's on HBO Max? That. What is it? That's going to be a series. What? The Green Hornet King Tut spinoff. Ah, it could be. It could be. Oh. Everyone's going to need programming. I don't know who the fuck has the rights to King uh, or Green Hornet right now. It, it gets put in turnaround and spun out of companies left and right. Weinstein's just people had it last. trying to like hot potato it. Yeah, uh, Harvey Weinstein, who tries to hot potato a lot of things, uh, had his hands on it. Then it went to I think Universal did the version with Seth Rogen. I, I don't know who has it now, but they're 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 developing something new. Um, there's a little. Insider information. You might see Tenet this weekend. It's at the drive-in. Oh. It's at Becky's. Fucking Shanks got to get their shit together. They're playing um, Bill and Ted 3 again, and they played it last weekend. Move on to Tenet, because we want to see Tenet. I want to sit there uh, for three you, you hours. You got that first and- release, that first run release, though. You got you to gotta give people a chance. Yeah, but 
that's not the, the driving just moves on. New movie every week. New movie every week. Yeah, but now they don't have the other theaters to work. To Tenet. Know. Tenet's going to make They're more it. money. Yeah, I know. It, it might cost too much money, though, too. Nah. Becky's, Becky's has Tenet. I don't know if you can watch Tenet in the drive-in. Well, there's no other option, so... Well, well there's no other option. But <laughs> it, it seems like it's one of those movies you're going to have to pay attention to. Right. And the drive-in is very distracting. Not for me. No? Oh. No, nope. nah, I'm always looking at other shit. Yeah. I'm zoned in. I love. I'm, the, I'm oh, always. I'm always like if looking I, at the cars in front of me, behind me. If I could see every movie at the drive-in, I would. I love the drive-in. That's my favorite I'm medium. At the snack stand every movie. 15 minutes. Just <laughs> you can bring your best. own. I like that. I, I like going in the concrete bunkers to buy food. <laughs> no, you go and you buy something from them to support the cause. But you bring yeah. you bring your own to sustain throughout the night, mainly beers. My own crock pot. <laughs> yeah, get one of those like giant like batteries that have the fucking eighty watt connectors on them. Yeah, you know, the Edison connectors, and plug your crock pot in. <laughs> Some sloppy Joe. Right. Can I borrow a live truck? Yeah, although right. although the live one is loud as fuck. Ah. Uh. No, nah, only when it runs, really. I guess that's generating. The yeah, I, I'll just I'll just suck the battery dry. Right. Can I get a jump? Can I get a jump? My crockpot drained my battery. Uh, Anyone want a sloppy no Joe? No making out for this. No making out for this prom king. Whoa, nope. shit! I missed the I missed the chat. I haven't been looking. Oh no, Eric, Eric uh, suggested that as prom king, I'd be making out at the drive-in. Oh, no, I... I was just that guy creeping out looking for people <laughs> making out at the drive-in. That uh, that's a good time. Uh, and enjoying enjoying my time on the we'll call it a sliding board. Um. So let's do a quick exercise squeezer. Joe wants to know if we, uh. if we can each choose five '80s and '90s pop culture characters to be on a Dancing with the Stars, Dancing with the Radier Stars. Okay, because I I saw that rundown. Other than uh, I, I saw Carol, uh, Carol fucking basket, that fucking bitch. How the fuck is she gonna get on dancing with the goddamn fucking stars? If she fucking loses, she's gonna feed that fucking gigolo man to a fucking tiger. I just suck his goddamn dick. That's all I do. Fuck, let me out of prison. I'm financially ruined and put me on dancing with the motherfucking goddamn tiger stars. <laughs> I'm only assuming that's what he said when he found out. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, uh, let's see. Oh, Roger and Jessica Rabbit. Oh, wait, we got we have to do teams? No, 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 it, no, no, no. They're each on uh, their own team. Oh, oh, they and I just want to see Roger seethe with jealousy and murder slowly. Mm. Oh, he catches the fucking uh, Juliana Hoff's brother playing patty cake with, with uh, Jessica Rabbit. He has a shot of whiskey and goes off the deep end. There's a there's a tub of dip outside her her, her dressing room door. Uh, so Roger and Jessica Rabbit, um, Slimer, but not from the movies, from the real Ghostbusters, like the real cartoony one. Uh, I'm just going all cartoons. I guess Heaven's the Megatron. Exit. Dancing. Stage left. Snagglepuss. That's four. Yeah. 
And Frosty the Snowman. Happy birthday. Uh, That's a good one. It's not your birthday. You got to fucking put that hat on and dance. It sure is hot out here. Do you want to want to wave with me, little girl, to a frozen uh, train truck? And go to the North Pole, where I know Santa Claus, and can get you candy and toys. Happy birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking rapist. That's my five. All right. Uh, I still need a fifth one. I'm figuring that out. Let me think. Give me one more second. (coughs) Uh, We'll get there. All right. First, uh, Pillsbury Doughboy. Mm. Uh, MacGyver. MacGyver, yeah. And not Richard Dean Anderson, like actual, like MacGyver. He's MacGyver. Yeah. MacGyver. Yep. <laughs> and uh, uh, Tom Selleck, but as Magnum P.I., and he has to, like, everyone admits that it's Tom Selleck, but he can't break character, and he has to be constantly annoyed by the fact that he has to be Magnum and not just Tom Selleck. Ah. Yeah. A little, you know. So create the drama in the videos there. Right, you're writing the drama before it happens. Yeah, yes. And then uh, one of the Koopa kids, because when they dance, it's hilarious. Which one, though? You know, they... Uh, it doesn't matter, because they all dance the same way. You start cranking that music box, and they all just do their little Koopa kid dance. Yeah. So take your pick. It can be... Uh... Uh, let's go Wendy. Wendy, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they're going to get a lot of drama with Wendy. Did you see uh, Ishmael said the draft house is saying he could rent a theater for himself for $150 of food and drinks? And um, you can invite friends and family? I wouldn't invite anyone. It'd just be me and no. Santris. I'd that pay would that. Be, what, what did I go see? I was <clears throat> Fuck, that'd be worth every penny. Uh, I saw. I think I saw Blade Runner completely by myself. Because I saw it twice, and I, I went in like because I would go on like a Tuesday afternoon. Right, I saw where, jo- like, jobs all by myself. Uh, what else did I complete? Oh, that World War uh, One documentary that uh, what the hell is the Lord of the Rings guy did? Peter Jackson. Mm. When it was like oh, all yeah, old yeah, footage yeah, that yeah, he like yeah, 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 remastered. Yeah. Yes. I I wasn't the only person in the theater for that showing. I was the only person in the theater for, like, the four-day run it was there. Ooh. I don't even think they had it in the system. The guy's just like, uh, yeah, go, go ahead, sit sit down. And then they, they fucked up, and, like, the 3D was all off, so I had to, like, go out and tell the guy, hey. He's like, fuck. It's probably been fucked up for, like, the entire, like, four, three days they, in advance that it was there, but no they, one noticed. They shall not grow old. You were so excited for that, too. Yeah, and then it kind of bummed me out. It wasn't... Uh, they kind of, like, shrank the story a bit too much. It was... It was all about English. It, 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 it was... Yeah, it was way too, like... Uh, like there was no... Keep sense calm of, like, and carry hell. on, I mean, eh? World War One's supposed to be hell. This yeah. was almost like, yeah, this was going to be an adventure. Woo! Uh, would, would it be fair to say Wonder Woman did a better job... Describing yeah. the perils of one world, yeah. world War One. Yeah, like at no point did I ever feel like, like uh, the horror, like the tension of it. Not like, like ah, Dunkirk. Ah, Dunkirk. My stomach wasn't fucking nuts. Dunkirk, like I yeah, could not Dunkirk. watch that film. I was did you see squirming it in, the in my seat that entire movie? It was amazing. So you saw it in the theater. I saw it in the theater. Yeah. Yeah. So did we. I absolutely. And, uh, lo- I saw it uh, at your theater. So Ooh, we can call it our theater now. Um, <laughs> it's all, it'll always be mine. 
Yeah, okay. So, yes, sir. Y- yours, um, yours is now a H.H. H. Gregg or something. Yeah. And, and yeah. Your, your other one is a No, it, w- it was, well, it was an H.H. H. Gregg. I don't think it's anything now, right? Oh. It was like a fabric store. Oh, for no, a it's, a, it's a Bob's Discount Furniture. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, no, Bob's Discount Furniture. The best deals and furniture. More. They they should just rip that down and just not actually put one in because it's gone, but just put like a Circuit City facade on the front so people can just pretend it was a Circuit City. Uh, Not a movie theater. And well, not a Bob's Discount. It doesn't look anything like what it used to be. No, it was torn down, and it was, yeah. It yeah, was pretty much. No, it, not pretty much. It was demolished completely. Pretty much, yeah. Oh, that's a shame. That's 100%. I miss that place. So a lot I, of dollars in I, there. I, I essentially worked in there. Yeah. And I didn't realize there was a second floor that smelled even more like piss until I worked there. Yeah, I only saw, like, one movie. I, I mean, I went to the movie there since that was, like, my theater. That yeah. and the... Uh, the Plaza Two across the street, and right. yeah, I I think out of all the years, uh, I mean the whole building smelled like piss. Yeah, but the second floor yeah. really had that piss smell. Well, there was lots of little nooks and crannies, and <laughs> it, it's so it's twofold. One, it's hard to find the bathroom, oh, and yeah. then two, there's plenty of you know built-in bathrooms just you know down the <laughs> hall. So. so you got to go. You got to go. Before we start the show, I know we're, we're getting long in the tooth. But I just wanted to float uh, a theory by you. Yeah. So tonight uh, was my pick to watch something on Disney Plus. And uh-huh. I obnoxiously uh, picked uh, DuckTales' Tale of the Lost Lamp. Yeah, all right. No, don't tell me it's not good. No, it is good. It is good. And she, okay. and she Enchantress actually enjoyed it. But this came out in 1990. Was this the catalyst to make Disney do Aladdin? Hmm. Okay, when was Aladdin? 92? 92. Maybe. I feel like something like that would have to be in the works already, no? I don't know. Maybe. But but while they were researching it for DuckTales, they probably were like, oh, this is a good story. This is what you should do for your next... Yeah, I'm, it was probably at that point maybe tied in. There's no you, either There's they were no already developing Aladdin... And no, they're like, they, they oh, couldn't let's... have. They couldn't have already been developing Aladdin and then made DuckTales. I guess it wouldn't have been that far along, huh? Right. Um, well, they. I mean, maybe they were starting to develop them at the same time because DuckTales was the... Um, Disney, was it uh, TV Studios or whatever? It was the, the first... The movie Tunes. Movie Tunes. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, they, they got cranked out. Treasure of the Lost Land, uh, yeah. Uh, that, that's a long turnaround, though, because Aladdin was pretty... Yeah, but they probably started huh. working on um, yeah. Treasure of the Lost Lamp two years prior. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Yeah, I, I never thought about that. That is interesting. I like the... They're probably like, this is a good story. This would make a great... It's the same thing. There's even the Jafar, the Christopher Lloyd character. Mm-hmm. Is, is essentially Jafar. He even turns into animals. Yeah. Genie's the same way. Uh, happy-go-lucky. You just... I would be fair to say I enjoyed the DuckTales version of it more than I did the Aladdin version. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, no, I love... I'd love that movie. 
Did you see production? <laughs> I'm not saying anyone ever admitted to it, but I'm saying who's mm. to say in the bowels, the depths of Disney animation that someone was like, Hey, what are you working on for the DuckTales movie? Oh, it's Alibaba and the legend of the 40 thieves. We're remaking it for DuckTales. Oh, yeah, I know that story. And then he goes and he starts looking at it. And he's like, hey, this is what we should do for our next Disney movie. In 1988, the idea was pitched to Disney. And it was shot down and then redeveloped from there. So maybe it was pitched and they're like, it was shot down. So they were like, Howard oh, we're Ashman. doing this for DuckTales. I'm not saying you're ever going to find this ever anywhere. No, no, I... I'm just saying there's a distinct possibility mm -hmm. that somewhere, somehow, this floated the idea of doing Aladdin for Disney. Nineteen eighty eight, it could have been pitched. They turned it down, so they're like, Hey, you should do this for DuckTales. Yeah. That could be the the tie in. Nonetheless, let's not well, I just wanted no. to float that theory. <clears throat> no, but I like this. DuckTales, Legend. <laughs> do your hashtag. I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Do your hashtag deep dive in the next week. Next week, come back and give us what you dug up. In the meantime, I think it's my turn to start this week. Uh, I think so, yeah. I am going to start with a gem. And while you might be like, this game sucked. Yes, these games sucked, but the tagline is games that sucked that we loved, and I love yes. this game. Shaquille O'Neal, a.k.a. Jack Shaquille Bounty Hunter, enforcer of justice, left hand, right hand, registered, lethal weapons, like fuck, which size 22, registered lethal weapons, <laughs> this is your target. Introducing Shaq Fu, Kung Fu Shaq style. For Sega Genesis and Super NES. Ah, uh, what a horrible commercial. <laughs> so, yeah, this game came out, failed miserably, wound up. So there's, there's going to be a theme kind of in my games. A lot of them I bought liquidated prices at KB Toy Store. I think I got it for like under $20 at KB. And back then, you're just looking for games. So, oh, it's $14 for uh, I know Shaq. He, he hawks Pepsi Big Slams. I like Pepsi Big Slams. <laughs> they sell all his toys at the Linko. I will buy this 2D fighting game. So it was kind of shot the way they did um, Mortal Kombat with the mocap, the actual live <laughs> actors. And it was released for... Uh, Sega Genesis and uh, SNES, October 28th, 1994. <clears throat> so we're coming up on a, let's see, tw 26-year anniversary of Damn. Which it was later, it was re-released not too long ago um, in a reimagined form. So it was ported to Game Gear, Game Boy, and a Commodore Amiga platforms in 95. It was published by EA's, uh, developed by the now-defunct Delphine Software International. And uh, it was... Jack is the lead character. 
Um, some consider it one of the worst video games ever made. I <laughs> don't. It got a sequel. It got Shaq Fu: A Legend Reborn in 2018. I mean, I love Shaq. I think Shaq's a good dude. I like watching him like on uh, during college basketball. Um, His general commercials. Yeah, and uh, I remember I was a big fan of him back in the 90s, like hawking everything known to man, like Pepsi Big Slams, um, fucking all sport, everything. And uh, there was Set Raw, Beast, um, Mephis, Voodoo, and Genesis exclusive character, Arok. Um, Here's the thing. So we had this like media design class in eighth grade at my middle school. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Shaq Fu was already, it was like, it came and went. But I loved it so much. I, I used the Shaq Fu logo as my like design that I cut out. I, so I cut it out in that green, what is that stuff called? They used to screen print? Uh... Like the paint kind of stuff, like the. No. Um, it's like. Uh, oh, it's, like the paper that you kind of like. You have to cut it out it's and like then put the, it in the. It's the green emulsion you use to cut to do silk screen. You where, use an where, exacto where's, knife. Where's Ferris right now? All right, he know. So like you cut the image out in this green stuff, and then mm-hmm, yeah, and then you tape it to a silk screen. Or you like mm-hmm. paste it to a silk screen and then you run the paint over it and it gives it like a mere you design. Get the, the squeegee thing and yeah. Right. Yes, exactly. So uh, that's what we did screen printing. And I mean, <coughs> I loved, I thank goodness I got kicked out of Catholic school because I had so many cool classes. We learned how to build a lawnmower engine. Like every three months you go into a different like type of uh, Votech ed. And everyone has yeah, to take I, it. There's, I still think we, we should have done more, and they should still be doing more of that. That's they should thing. still do. I I did so much of it though. <clears throat> yeah. It eventually led me to television. <clears throat> we did IMFL in uh, eighth grade, which is Introduction into Modern Foreign Languages. You spend a third of the year in French, a third of the year in German, and a third of the year in Spanish, and then you pick the language you want after that. Oh God! Why wouldn't I? I wish that was an option. Why? Because I, I ended up going with Spanish, and I was fucking awful at it. So was I, and I wish I, I and I didn't think I needed it. And, and, and our industry, like, if you learn Latin American Spanish, like, I mean, now, you know, I mean, early on, there's jobs that pay double if you're bilingual, mm-hmm. especially in sports, because anyway, baseball alone. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I got big wind gusts in here. Um, Ooh. so I learned, so I, I cut the Shaq Fu logo out and I had, I had no, my, uh, my much more uh, talented friend, Jared, uh, cut, uh, one of the robots from Mortal Kombat three out. Um, three. He, I'll tell you exactly. Was it Cyrax? It was Cyrax. Yeah. I was looking it up. It was Cyrax. Now think how hard that was. And he took the same amount of time uh, cutting Cyrax <laughs> out as, as I did. Cut it. No, God, now Cyrax looks like Bumblebee in Mortal Kombat 11. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> Have you seen him lately? Ah, uh, it's MK. 
No, no, hold on. I'm gonna send it Sorry, to right. I'm gonna send it to the group right now. Jared, My God, does it? <clears throat> Jared uh, Hacker is a comedian. Him and his wife live in New York City, and they do a lot of funny videos. He's really funny. <clears throat> Look him up, Jared Hacker. Funny guy. Um, him and I both were really into Dennis Rodman and uh, the pools and stuff. Uh, Jared's a good dude. I haven't talked to him in years, but I still follow his videos. Him and his wife, very funny actors in New York, and they do uh, a funny video series. Um, oh, is that Schmuffin? I prefer the older. Uh, hi, Schmuffin. Do you hear? Hi, Schmuffin. Uncle Squeezer says hi. Jared, greater than Todd, please. Uh, no, Todd was I prefer one of the your... older Cyrax head. Yeah, I, I want I want the original uh, more square. Yeah. This or not... like with the this guy looks like he looks like a cross between um uh the Avengers to um Ultron and uh Bumblebee. Yeah, yep. I see it. <laughs> I like the original Cyrax. Yeah. Which was just a, a palette swap of like four different characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which was that was Mortal Kombat's the thing of beauty. Mo, I loved it too. Oh, I'm gonna sneeze. Please talk to the Gesundheit. He's gonna sneeze now, so I'm gonna talk. This is called filling, because you know you don't want just dead air. So you say something of substance. Uh, so you're not just sitting here going, uh, "Is the show still going?" Right? Is he still sneezing? Wow. <clears throat> hell of a job. It's a hell of a sneeze. Oh, it was Thanks. A, it was like multiple. You know me. Yep. Uh, all right. So, um, Chuck Fu is my first pick. Squeezer, here's your first pick. Awesome. What is this? Uh, it's the best thing to come out of this game, which is the score for uh, Home Alone 2 on Game Boy. I, we talked about this before. That's why I made it my first pick. Um, when I thought of... When we had to think of bad games, um, I uh, this immediately came to mind. And bad, I mean, and bad games that we love to play. Because I, I really did play the shit out of this. Um, and it's not good. Uh, I, I don't know how far you even got in the game. It's actually pretty hard. I had... Um, uh, 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 well, my brother had it, but I played it a lot. The first Home Alone for mm-hmm. Game Boy, and it sucked just as bad, but it was one of those ones you just kept playing, and you didn't know what the yeah. hell you were doing. Yeah, yeah. It, it makes really no sense. You collect and hide, like, the jewelry and stuff. Yeah, yes. You, and, you, like, the controls are all over the damn place. Like, there's, like, zero... It's almost like you're playing as, like, Luigi and Mario 2... Like, you kind of just have this weird, hovery, floaty kind of mechanic. Uh, and then your main attack is your knee slides. See, they took one one little tiny thing from the movie when he, like, slides on his knees under their legs and made that the entire point of the game. And then you have, like, dart guns and little bazookas and necklaces. And there's, like, an army of people trying to kill you. Meanwhile, uh, the uh, wet bandits, sorry, sticky bandits, are uh, 
trying to catch you the entire time. Uh, I don't know why. Maybe it's because, look, I don't have, it was tough for me, this whole bad games uh, that you love to play. Because if I played the game, I wouldn't even consider it a bad game. Like, you and I both, we went and kind of like, just for a refresher, just like, what are some bad games out there? And none of them, I never played any of them. Because, like, I was really particular, like, and I still am. Like, I didn't get a ton of video games. So I was very particular with what I got. And uh, so I didn't have a lot of what you would call bad games. And, you know, there were some hits and misses. And, um, yeah, there were plenty of games that probably weren't great that I enjoyed to play. Game Boy games were a little different because I probably got this for, like, $4.00. Yeah, that well, that um, was like that's what made these most of my games. Um, that's what made them. That's what put them on the list. The fact that you got them so yeah, cheap because you don't even you don't even think you just like oh, a five dollar a ten dollar game a fifteen dollar game I'm in. Yeah, there's only one game I think on my list that I got that I was like super excited for and paid like you know full market price for, and that's just because I was a super fanboy from the Philadelphia. You were a fucking so. mark. I was a mark, still my mark to this day. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah. So that's why a lot of these, um, and and you know, it's the licensing. It's Home Alone too. I loved Home Alone too, so I'm gonna get the game. Like I said, it was definitely like a five dollar grab, and it, it wasn't. Uh, it definitely did not deserve the amount of playtime that it got, uh, for sure. But it's also a Game Boy game, so it's like you throw it, like it's a vacation thing, you throw it in your bag, and on a road trip, you can only play every other, you can only play Crash Dummies so many times, which is fucking fantastic, and then you need a a little sorbet, and Home Alone 2 is like the sorbet for Game Boy, you just throw it in, it's kind of mindless and frustrating, and then you throw it back in uh, another game. You need a little Donkey Kong Country or some Zelda. Here's yeah. why Game Boy was the greatest system ever made. Because, yes, there were so many shit games like that. Because people just ported it to that system without thinking about anything. Like, the mechanics, mm-hmm. where you're playing it, uh, what the screen looks like. They're just like, oh, we're going to port it. Here it is. Here's your game. <clears throat> but one time on the trip from our house to Rehoboth Beach, Delaware, which is, like, roughly... Uh, almost like three three plus hours. I mm-hmm. the entire time played uh Mario Brother Super. I'm sorry, Super Mario Land Two in the six golden coins. Without budging a bit or thinking a second, it was like <clears throat> in my mind, like a miracle happened because uh it was the first time ever. Like you know how long trips took when you were a kid. Like a, like now a two and a half hour ride, <clears throat> you you do in your sleep, yeah. Or you mean do a podcast? Do a pod- yeah, you do a podcast on the road. But back then, like two and a half hours was like four and a half days. Oh my god! That I mean, when you think about it, two and a half hours, that's that was my commute on some bad days. Yeah, right. Like if you take my to and from, yeah, I can spend two and a half hours in a car. Right, but um. Like this was three plus three and a half. This was three and a half hours to Rehoboth Beach, and uh, I the entire time we went the day, and I had daylight, and I spent the entire and a Game Boy will last that long. I spent the entire time in fresh batteries, playing mm-hmm. with uh, e taped in because I lost the battery cover. Mm. Had to use Dad's e tape to keep. Uh, them then in. then it gets all sticky. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and then uh-huh. and you have to kind of like grip onto the back so they they don't pop out and your your game just stops. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, you're, and they, they, it starts to get a just a little fuzzy. Yeah, you're holding your, you're holding like, your, your Game Boy with a vice grip. Yeah. yeah, it's like one of those like super uh, tacoid warriors from Bandai just collecting fuzz. Oh man! <clears throat> All right, here is my next pick. You kind of heard this music when we started the show. So, so this is Batman the Caped Crusader for the Commodore 64. My dad had uh, a, a rich single friend, um, wealthy friend, who would always buy us like good gifts. Like you always, you always get. And Chris and I, like we always shared our birthday and Christmas presents. We didn't care because it was a good one. It was always like a, a, a Nintendo game or, a Com- or this was like back in '88. It was a Commodore game, and. Uh, <clears throat> This game is before 89, the 89 movie came out. So it's kind of stuck between the 66 show and 89. So there's the, you hear the 80, uh, if you ever let it get as long, you hear the 66 theme in it. But it, it's very much um, the comic book era. So there's like a comic book feel to it. Like each time you turn to a room, it makes a new panel. <clears throat> and this game is, cl- is clever if you think about it. It's very much a puzzle. You have to figure out, you have to collect the items and figure out what to do. Uh, and, and, and it's not about fighting bad guys. It's about avoiding bad guys, keeping your health up, and figuring out what to do to defeat the Penguin and the Joker. And you never you never fight them. And this game is so fucking frustrating. Just wa- like Google it and watch it on YouTube. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? What are they even doing? <coughs> uh, but as a kid, you have a Batman game. And it was my only Batman game. So I'd always be like... And I even I just remember being, oh, let's load Batman. I'll play it again. We'll try and figure it out. You can never get past like the first fucking stage, and you play for hours, and you just walk around and walk around, and you can't figure out what the fuck you're supposed to do. Like, what the fuck? I, it's it's like me being in a fucking. Have you ever done one of those escape rooms with anybody? No. Well, um. No, that, I mean. Not intentionally. Yeah, I, I've done it, and and th- like I, the way I feel in those escape rooms is the way I felt as a kid playing this game. I just go around randomly doing stuff, not knowing it, and if I get somewhere, it's pure fucking luck, pure luck. Uh, Ryan, uh, you playing that the uh, Batman game? Got give you a uh, oh, good one, huh? Yeah, yeah Dad, it kind of sucks. Oh well, yep. Not buying you another one though. So. Play a little bit smaller. Wait, the long play is fifteen minutes. <clears throat> Yeah, no, it shouldn't be. Long play is like twenty minutes. See, uh, this looks like it should be cool. It it is cool, and the, and the sound, the the score is awesome. Like uh, that that I noticed, like when you first started playing that, I'm like when because I I knew your picks, and when it kind of kicked in, I'm like, oh shit, this is awesome. But you already kind of told me like what this game was so like it almost doesn't fit with like the kind of game no and, and like 
And I had to look it up because in my head I have like when you die, it's like it goes down and I'm like, is this from this game? And I looked up, it is. I have this score stuck in my head to this day. And I probably have not brought this game up for maybe fucking 30 goddamn years until until tonight. But damn, does it stick with me. I, oh, you I, get to fly the Batwing? Not in this game. Maybe I'm looking at the wrong game. Batman the Cape Crusader for Commodore 64. Here's the Oh, music. Batman the Cape Crusader yeah. for Commodore 64. Yeah, not, not Batman oh. the movie. Yeah. Oh, I'm looking at Batman 1989, no, like no, the no, movie. No, 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 no. Okay, It says Batman on. punching Penguin in the face. And it's very, com oh. it's very comic book. Oh, no. Oh. It's very Neil Adams artwork-ish. Here's the whole okay, thing. Okay, this is like... I see it now. Oh, yeah, this is... Wow, this game sucks compared to... Because uh... that other game looked awesome. Yeah, like, yeah. And you're the driving the Batmobile, you got the Batwing. Yeah, you're... and then like a year later, I played... Or a year and a half later, I played Batman on NES. And that game's like Ninja Gaiden with fucking Batman. Yeah, it's pretty sick. <clears throat> but this music's fucking awesome. But every time you... <laughs> Every time you go in your inventory, which you have to do all the time, it resets and you never get to hear this part. But I heard it all the time because I didn't know to go in my inventory and I sucked. You and now have the flashlight. See, it mixes oh, Batman it. needs a flashlight? It mixes in the 66 version. Hear this? Oh, I like that. And then it does like a, a riff on it. The, the soundtrack's pretty awesome. That's amazing. It's amazing. Uh... Hang on, let me see. I was trying to find something here. I... Is that a computer? Help me, help me. You don't, what when the you, hell? So when, I'm looking at... When you get to the end... Is this a menu? Is this your inventory? It's I'm, your inventory. When you get to the end, you, you don't fight Joker. You just get past him, throw your rope, and then you climb up it, and it goes to a black screen and says, You save Robin. Congratulations. Aw, spoilers. Game over. Uh, so I'm looking at, I'm looking at one of the playthroughs that, like, and I, I guess there's, like, are there, like, strength and health bars at the bottom? Yeah, they constantly go down. Says, they constantly go down. You don't have to fight a single enemy. You just keep going and eating that fried egg and the toast and the candy. You just keep eating all the things you pick up and just keep Batman. going. You don't fight anybody. You just f keep fucking picking up clues and act like a goddamn detective, which technically is who Batman is. But when you're a kid and you're Batman, you give a fuck that he's a detective. You just want to beat the shit out of people and fight people and whop pe whip people's asses, which is what Batman is to you as a kid. Like 66 Batman, like pow, bang, boof, bam. Uh. Yeah. And when he is being a detective, like in 66, he's got all kinds of cool little gadgets. Yeah, but he's barely being a detective. He's being a detective no, how barely. a kid would be a detective. Let's go to the Batcave and put it into whatever machine we came up with that'll figure yeah. out what we fucking want. There's no it's grounded for reality in reality in, in, in the Batman 66. But it's, it's beautiful. I'm not fucking shitting on it. I'm just saying, like, you didn't raise us to expect this kind of shit. So how the fuck can you expect us to play this game? Um, yeah, the, the I still played it all the time. Very convoluted, like there's these. Oh yeah, you have no idea what you're doing, and you can only I'm... you can only hold a certain amount of things in it. So like, if you can't pick something up, you have to go in and eat something, or drop something, or do something. And I'm an RPG nerd, and th this looks. Uh, oh, it's hard. It's it's rough. Excruciating. It's rough. Ocean uh, did this game, yeah. and it is awful. Ah. Uh.
But didn't Ocean also... They had the license, so Ocean also produced... Uh, it was licensed... Oh, they, they published it. Yeah, it was licensed by Data East. Ocean did the NES one, too, I believe. They just did a much uh, better job. Ocean... Alright, so Ocean published this game. Ocean published and developed the 89 game. Right, Data so that's, East. That's why... Yeah. And Ocean also published and... I believe they also developed uh, the Jurassic Park for NES. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Any uh, yeah. Super Nintendo. And well, it's the same game. Yeah. It's just updated graphics. Yes. Um, they uh, they did a lot of licenses, like the LJN. Mm-hmm. They did um, Eek the Cat Squeezer. Kumaya. Hmm. <clears throat> oh I can't. I'm very congested. It's the weather. They did a short circuit game? What? For Commodore? Oh. I didn't know there's a short circuit game for Commodore. I gotta look this up. Oh, look at all their licensed games. See, I'm more of a fan of Short Circuit 2, though. Your that mother was a true. snowblower. That, that movie's awesome. Short Circuit 2. That's another sequel, Joe. Everybody, a sequel that's better than the original, Short Circuit 2. Oh, Navy SEALs got a Commodore 64 game? Ooh, Navy SEALs. Yeah, with the great uh, Michael Bean and Charlie Sheen. What was I quoting when I said, ooh, Navy SEALs? Come on. We watched it like three months ago. Uh, hmm. Clerks! Oh, sorry. Dave Klein, uh, DP, does it in both... Ooh, Monster Truck Magazine. He says that in the, in the quick stop. Ah. Alright, let's move on to Mr. Squeezer's next pick. Get him, boys! Enforcers 2 Gunfighters. Ah. <laughs> Gun is it Gunfighters or Gunfighters? Oh, it's Gunfighters. 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 Did you say Gunfighters, sir? No, I said Gunfighters. Gunfighters. <laughs> I said we smoked hams. Steam Despite hams. The fact that they're obviously grilled. Steam hams. Steamed hams. Yes. Steamed. Sorry, steamed hams. No, steamed That's hams. Smoke. It's smoke from his steamed hams. <clears throat> yes, so they're called steam hams, despite yes. the fact. <laughs> despite the fact that they're obviously grilled. Yes. Um, What's now look, that light? Don't... Can... The aurora borealis. The aurora borealis. <laughs> <laughs> May I see it? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, now, don't get me wrong. Lethal Enforcers Two Gunfighters is an awesome game. Gunfighters. Gunfighters is an awesome game. Okay. Uh. If you're in an arcade in 1994, no. the problem is, or or you have it on your Sega Genesis or CD in 1994. The problem is, I had this for PlayStation 
1997, 98. This is the Wild Wild West one. Yes, this is the Wild West one, which um, the, the soundtrack is awesome. Like, it actually got that sense of, like, generic Western music, which I dig. And, you know me, I like my Westerns. So I, I did, I like this game. And it was a little harder, too. The guys actually moved. Um, my brother. And there was one cool, like, level where you, like, ride a horse and shoot guys off a moving train. My my bro- other than that, my brother sorry? was my brother was fully erect for Lethal Enforcers. It was the like he wasn't much into going to arcades and stuff, but he mm-hmm. he was he as a kid uh, what had um, uh, I don't know uh, grandeur of being a cop mm-hmm. and delusions, <clears throat> and yeah. um, he went to Camp Cadet and everything, and he liked. Uh, well, it's not very realistic. You're not supposed to just start shooting. Oh, right, yeah, not realistic at all. <laughs> no. Uh, because you only get, I think, six shots in this game, not seven. Jesus Christ, stop. <laughs> um, yeah, well, you just kind of click off screen, it reloads. Uh, and, it, well, it made more sense because the justifier that you play with looks very much like a uh, you know an Old West revolver. Um, yeah, it, it didn't age well in that, like, four years that, it was released in arcades and for uh, Sega and when it hit. So it was repackaged with Lethal Enforcers 1 and 2 as a combo um, for PlayStation that got released in time for Christmas 1997. Uh, what a what it, a Christmas gift. Yeah, I, I did. I, I think I, I'm pretty sure I got it for Christmas. I prefer a house even then, the but like by then, I think it was like like $15 or something. Um, I had House of the Dead too, and the the Zappers for Wii, and it was fun as fuck. I was bummed because I also had Time Crisis, and you couldn't use a Namco gun with it, because um, that thing was sick. Uh, and that was that was the other problem. So at the time this is coming out, you had a lot of other shooters out there that just the graphics improved tenfold, and this it almost looked like you were shooting you know nazis from wolfenstein on your screen you know it's still the live action guys but like someone has to put them in you know photoshop and cut them out and they didn't take their time um it, it, it was kind of rough and the the sound the music was cool but there's only like three things in the entire game like i'm gonna get you i'm uh, gonna get you it's like or like Draw, Sheriff. I forgot what the hell they say. But, yeah, it's, like, the same. Uh, yeah, it, 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 it was rough. However. However. It's a cowboy game, and I get to shoot stuff. I don't want to be a cowboy. So I played the shit out of it. Um, and not as much as. See, it was easy because you can just plug and play and go. Um, whereas. Uh. Like Die Hard Two, there's a few more menus you had to get to. I Die Hard Two, I thought was out of the Die Hard trilogy game, was, was a far better shooter. It was a lot more fun, and you had a lot more variety in guns too. Um, but it's also competing against like the graphics, even though it's like the the cell based graphics of like Time Crisis. You're it's almost more fun playing that. Like and and the enemies like it, they move and stuff like. You'd almost sacrifice the photorealistic 
finger in air quotes <laughs> of of lethal enforcers for a more competitive and interactive gameplay which was like time crisis because you're also ducking for cover the camera's moving forward up down you're kind of all over the place now uh lethal enforcers isn't a rail game right there are some elements of it okay. there's a couple levels like there's a because uh, the train robbery house of the dead 2 is the only one i play and that's like a definitely a rail game. you're going on you're on a rail and you're a, a rail a rail shooter and you know now that I think about it, it might actually be a um, a mind fuck if I can use a less eloquent term, because it may look like the back. Now that I think about it, yeah, the background's moving, right? Mm. And the train is moving, and you're moving, but I'm pretty sure the guys are all just kind of popping up as they go. So it's not like you're actually like moving. With them, they I, they kind of I think they kind of trick you in making it look like the game is moving, but you're not it's actually like, a, like it's like a parallax effect. Yes, yeah, yeah. What if yes? Hmm. Uh, looking that up right now. The parallax effect is what makes you. No, feel you don't like... have to tell. I know, I know. Oh, okay. But <clears throat> if you want to tell everyone else what it is. <laughs> So it's like if you zoom in while pushing, you know, that effect. Oh, yeah. yeah. The jaws move. Yeah, exactly. Parallax. I love it. Do it all the time. I, I didn't know it had a name. Yeah. Um, but it's not a true um, it's not a true rail shooter. No. No, like House of the No, and, and of course, like guys just don't fall down and die. They kind of freeze midair and kind of vanish and again of course it was the 90s and you're shooting people so everyone you know everyone that had you know panties to get into a bunch they got him in a bunch and oh yeah for sure for th this, this and night yeah. trap were and mortal Kombat were on the top of the list of oh my god it's teaching our kids to kill well night trap would be on this list but it wasn't a game we love that game is fucking awful yeah yeah i don't i never actually played it i just kind of uh looked at the picture is in video game magazines and got a lot and bothered. Mm -hmm. So, all right. But so, yeah, um, Forcers Two, uh, not that fantastic, not horrendous, but uh, definitely worthy of uh, not one of the best games. But I still played the living shit out of. I got a fucking question for you, Squeezer. Ask, answer me this fucking question. All right. When you watch Dancing with the Fucking Stars. Do you like the male dancers with the big dicks or the male dancers with the small dicks? <laughs> big dicks. Well, I mean, you're basically gay. And you can go ahead and watch Dancing with the Motherfucking Traders who fed their fucking husbands to the fucking tigers and financially fucking ruined me. But I would say she's going to fucking feed that motherfucking small dick motherfucking dancer to a goddamn tiger. How, how much do you think... ABC is now hiring detectives to uncover what really went down and have her indicted while she's on the show. Oh, yeah. Because she's going to get voted off in the first week. Everyone fucking hates her. Oh, yeah. Very she's hateable. Fucking Although, heel. so I, I don't come out of Maybe I'm out box. of touch. She's going to be fucking more over with fucking heel heat. God damn it. What? <laughs> uh, maybe I'm out of touch. 
because I know it's dancing with the stars, and I am not cool by any sense of the word. Uh, I am not hip to the uh, whatever is popular right now. I, 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 if you ask me, hey, what's cool in 1993? Boom, Jurassic Park, bitches. Um, and those uh, stonewashed jeans with the stretchy uh, waistbands. Um, Acid wash. Yeah, acid wash. Sorry. Squeezer. Uh, I don't care if you're not hip or not. But I don't know who any other than Carol Baskin and the Backstreet Boy. Oh, I didn't. I I don't. And if if you didn't say he was on the Backstreet Boys, I probably wouldn't have known right away who he was. But everyone else had a description of what they're on. I didn't know who that person was or what else they do. Looking it up. Hold on. Uh, Carol Baskin was a star four months ago. A little yes. bit. Okay, so um, sh- uh, sh- Trishel Strauss of Selling Sunset. Oh, I know Vernon Davis. Oh, yeah. Okay, Vernon. Yeah, but that's not fair. That doesn't count. Who Cheer coach Monica Aldema. See, I thought at first I thought it was like Cher, mm. but it, it, like she was a Cher coach, but that's because I can't read. Oh, I know Nellie. You know Nellie. I, I know oh, okay. I know Jesse Metlaff. The only people I don't know uh, are Selling Sunsets, right. Chris Shal Strauss, Cheer Coach Monica Aldema, and Jeannie May of The Real. But I know Nelly. I know Anne and Hayes' Butthole. And Hayes' Butthole. And Hayes' Butthole on the. Okay. Yeah. All right. So maybe it's a little. All right. All right. Sorry. It's not that. Okay. You're right. Maybe I just glossed over it. Like, it was really just, I didn't care. Yeah. Catfish star. See, they put catfish in quotes. I should have put star in quotes. Nev Sherman. <laughs> Disney <laughs> darling Sky Jackson. I don't know them. I know Charles Oakley from the Knicks. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I know that. Actress Justine no. Mikado. Oh, Johnny Ware's going to be. I might watch it just for Johnny Ware. Ooh, okay. That's going to be fantastic. He is great. He, his hair pieces will be so heavy, he won't be able to fucking dance. Oh, I hope he goes all the way. Um, Caitlin Bristow of The Bachelorette, I don't know, and Backstreet Boy AJ McLean, I don't know them. Uh, I know, I, I know uh, a fucking boatload of these people, though, Squeezer. All right, yeah, maybe it's just like... As- you, you're trying to sound... Maybe it was, the ones, sound maybe it was the ones that stood out. And, and, and it backfired on you. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, I, I honestly, I, I kind of just glossed over it. Like, I, as I was reading it, I'm like, I think I just concentrated on more of the people I don't know. This is the most stars I think I've ever been on Dancing with the Stars. Well, I think like, the first two seasons are pretty big, and then no one else wants to do it. I don't. I don't. I can't tell you who is ever on it, but just I don't know sports. I know they ask like, Billy. Like Billy D. Williams is all I ever cared about. He was on it. I didn't know that. Yeah, and but his legs and like hips are so bad, so all he could really do is walk. But everyone loves him so much, so they just kind of let it go. And he got to do a whole Star Wars thing. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, because it's Disney. So, how would Lino do it? Da- oh yeah, Lino. All right, yeah. There's my fifth pick. Snarf. Snarf, snarf, dancing with oh, the stars. Snarf. Yeah. Oh, Lionel, you can't dance, Snarf. They wanted Lionel, but it's Dancing with the Stars, so they get Schnarf. 
That's the equivalent. And if you're on Dancing with the Stars in in the uh, Thundercats world, it's the schnarf of the. Snarf. Yeah. Fuck Carol Baskin. Fuck it's like they all want Nelly. They fucking put your clothes back on, motherfucker. It ain't getting high here. We're in fucking prison. Fuck Vernon Davis, you tight end. I got a tight end for you, motherfucker. Fuck the cheer coach, Monica Aldama. Fuck Jenny Mai of the fucking real, whatever the fuck that is. Fuck uh, Jesse. It's, one, it's, it's the real is like the view, but on a different channel. Uh, now, see, Jesse Metcalf looks like he could be and jesse metcalf if you want to be my next husband give me a fucking call i'm in prison you fit my bill i think you're a handsome desperate houseman fuck catfish star nav showman fuck disney darling sky fucking jackson fuck the fucking nick charles motherfucking oakley he need to have a fucking sneaker from goddamn nike and fuck actress Justina Machado, and fuck that fucking queer Johnny Weir. I am a true gay man. Johnny Weir is a weirdo. <laughs> uh, and fuck Caitlin Bristow of The Bachelorette, and fuck the Backstreet Boy AJ McLaren, and motherfucking fuck Carol fucking Baskin. <laughs> Okay, so mo- mo- a lot of these people. So the the cheer lady was on a Netflix documentary. Ah. Uh, the tiger lady was on a Netflix documentary. The stars of the. Uh, uh, let's see. This one was on The Bachelor, which that's on ABC. I don't think I th- I think the Tiger King would not like Johnny Weir, right? Oh no, he would probably. There can only be one gay king. Yeah. Right. There can only be one. Fuck you, Sean fucking Connery, Highlander motherfucking skirt wearing bitch. Disney Channel girl. Nothing on that. Justina Machado. What's Justina Machado on right now that's on ABC? No clue. And Jeannie, my, I'm going to start watching the real. Uh, okay. Uh, da da da. Backstreet Boy guy. guy, I know him. <laughs> Nelly, I remember him. Alright, uh, I'm rooting for... Oh, the real co-host, Jeannie Mai, is engaged to Jeezy. Who's Jeezy? She's 41 years old? Jesus Christ. Damn. Looks like she's 20. That other you, right? <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, not that I'm ever gonna watch a single uh, episode. How would Phil? Do- oh, damn! All right. What? Hmm. What? Just go I all Phil- damn all right. How do I get Phil Donahue on? Sorry, MacGyver is out. Phil Donahue's in. Joe's got to go in. He Phil Donahue takes the whole thing because he's got like that ladies' man thing. His hair would never fucking move. No. Uh, and then he would do his own interviews. Uh, all right. I got a root for, uh, I want Johnny Weir to go all the way. Not that I give a crap about any of this. I want Johnny Weir to I go want all Johnny Weir to go all the way because it will be hilarious TV. 
And then, uh, other than that, I don't care about anyone, and I hope Charles Oakley wins the whole thing. <laughs> Just because I, I really like his hat that he's wearing in this one picture. Mm-hmm. So, that, that, that's about it. Uh, all right, let's... Uh... And I'm going to completely forget that this show is ever on. It used to be, uh, uh, what's that called? Uh, uh, Must Watch TV in our house. Oh, really? And I never watched Yeah, it, it was for a while. It was second. Like, oh. I mean, I might have seen a commercial or two, but I've never watched an episode ever. Yeah, and now Tom Bergeron's out, and I kind of liked him just because he was on America's Funniest Home Videos, so... Uh, Bob Saget or get the fuck out. I use all right. All right, here is all right. My good tangent. Next, oh, that was a tangent for shit's sake. Here's my next. Break. That was like a commer- That was not a paid commercial break for Dancing with the Stars. Well, clearly, because we're kind of shit all over it, oh, yeah. but. talked about this game before, but this is a game I bought for $7.99 at KB Toy Store called Hayanko Alien. <laughs> was, uh, this is one of the first video games ever in 1979, first computer games. And it really set the stage. It's, it's DNA exists in Pac-Man and a lot of games. It's, it's a game where aliens are running around and you have to dig holes and, 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 and trap them in the holes and fill up the holes. Uh, and you in this game for Game Boy, it was only re- the only platform it was released on besides like computer was Game Boy. When it was ported, you could play the old or the new version. And in the old version, you're just it's like very it's very much like an Atari look to it. The new version adds some different things, uh, like um, like gates that open and close that at any given time the aliens can get through and kill you. But you have to dig the hole. The alien has to fall in, and and their, their movements very erratic. And it took me a while. Like the, the the instructions don't tell you how to play this game at all. They put this game out just thinking that if anyone bought this fucking thing, they know how to play it. So I did not know how to play it. So it took me a long time of playing because I spent eight dollars on this, and this was my Game Boy Life for a while. And it took me a while to figure out how to play it. But once I did, I started to get the hang of it. I started moving level on level, and I got fucking addicted to this game. I don't know if you call it a bad game, but it never really sold. It never took off in America. And it was $8 at KB fucking Toy Store. <laughs> but I feel like that's... And, and, like, the cover was really cool. It was, like... Um, uh, like, one of those, like, old-style, like, uh, uh, Japanese monster paintings that they, they do on, like, the tapestry. And they didn't change the name to, like, be, make it Americanized. It was Hyankyo Alien. Um... And Hyanko is, uh, I think, ancient term for Kyoto. And I'm sure this had something to do with dropping uh, America dropping two atomic bombs on the con- the continent country. It's not a continent. Get your fucking shit together, Ryan. Um, but it was uh, published by Mel Dak and released in the U.S. in 1990. 
uh, trap em up game. Um, if you ever played Boomer's Adventure or Hyper Load Runner, it, that those are games that could be the most similar to. But uh, of course, like I said, uh, from what I read, Pac-Man's DNA runs through this game. Um, and it, it for me, it's a fun game. Uh, it came out of the University of Tokyo's Theoretical Science Group in 1979. So you know a lot of good ideas came out of that. I mean, mm -hmm. they were like, they developed the world in the 80s. Technological world. But like pretty much everything we're using now, like the basis of it. Well, it, uh, came software it. came out of uh, California and um, well, the, the West Coast and uh, uh, the hardware came out of Japan. Yes. No one can write software like Americans apparently. Or operating systems, I should say. Because mm -hmm. uh, Unix, Linux, Windows, Mac OS, all West Coast American operating systems. Mm, that's a good point. Mm. Why West Coast? I don't know. We're too drunk on the East Coast, I guess. Yeah. Get distracted too easily. Maybe. It's cold and kind of dig in. That's true. Yeah, you don't really get inspired to. Yeah, because everyone out there, that's why. No, it all comes down to they had room to do that shit in their garage. Whereas in our garage here, you have to have a goddamn snowblower and all kinds of other dumb shit because, you know, you live in, you know. What's up, Aaron James? Live in misery. Live. Yeah, yes, this is live. Uh, and, uh... Ah! You missed the whole Dancing with the Stars talk. Um, how would I do on... Uh, Excuse me, you are probably a fucking... If for, I would just hope that I'll be on the same episode as Carol Baskin if I'm going to make it next week. Mm. That's It would be rough. Trying to hit that? I don't... What? <laughs> Carol Baskin. No. I just I can't I just can't comprehend I don't, I don't get how you, people you want to be that scared cuck husband of hers who's so afraid to get fed to the tigers that guy her, oh her he's lawyer, yeah her lawyer he knows because he knows yeah yeah run wrong move and you're fucking tiger food fuck I'm financially fucking ruined because of fucking that bitch Carol Baskin this is what I'll do to her and her fucking pussy lawyer husband if i fucking see him shoots uh some sort of powder that blows up yeah you you know he, he's gonna be watching now so oh squeezer we're the most famous folks aaron knows so you and i should be on dancing with the stars oh well absolutely two kids two old men with absolutely no rhythm whatsoever have you seen dancing with the stars do i have to run down the list of names again right it's most of what it is. I don't know. I think you. I'd look sexy in one of those sparkly dresses. Yeah. Uh, do I get the? I would have to have like the top hat tuxedo kind of thing. Right. I can do the little cane taps. Did it? Did it? Did it? Did it? Yeah. I'd be dressed up like Jessica Rabbit. Believe, Jessica. How do I love those giant floppy titties? Let me count the wave. One, one thousand, two, two thousand, three. 
that. <laughs> oh, but on Disney Week, I can do. We can do. Uh, uh, Ducktales. Oh, Ducktales. Legend of the Lost Lamp. That could be our our Disney Week theme. Because yeah. you know they do that too. They got to. Yeah, I was thinking since I'm already dressed like Jessica Rabbit, we're gonna do. You're gonna put the Roger Rabbit costume on we're gonna oh yeah are, we're, we're partners <laughs> we're gonna right? have yeah we're partners we're gonna have a yeah. we're, we're totally uh breaking tradition and oh no 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 no. my partner's dressed as marvin acme and <laughs> you're in the middle of your dance while i'm doing my dance and you just get insanely jealous do a shot of whiskey pop off sh- kill marvin acme <laughs> ah please tell me you didn't suck his Magical disappearing cock, Jessica. <laughs> uh, okay, we're getting weird. Let's move on to your next pick. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Live explosions. So, uh, in uh, 1997, they decided to do a uh, a mod of Duke Nukem 3D, and uh, it was considered successful enough and and good enough to be packaged and sold and. Originally, it was like a Duke Nukem platoon version. They made like a, basically a, a Vietnam game out of Duke Nukem. That they can't call platoon because, you know, licensing purposes. Uh, and so it was uh, released uh, under the title NAM or NAM, Nam. Uh, for the, uh, the PC. Uh, it's not fantastic. Um... One reviews, if I, I could quote directly from a quote that's on the Wikipedia. Quote directly from a quote? Yeah. Uh, this horrendous Duke Nukem 3D conversion should have stayed on the net as freeware. Ouch. Um, yeah. GameSpot gave it a 4 out of 10. Uh, CGW gave it 1 out of 5 stars. Uh, 72, 53, 28%. IGN gave it a solid 3 out of 10, which, I mean, it's not 2 out of 10, so I guess, you know, you look on the bright side. Um, I still played the living hell out of this game. I got it because the box looked awesome. Um, it was, like, all green, and it was even a little bumpy on it, and, like, the dog tags, and you open it up, you got fucking rocket launchers and shit, and it looked cool. And for someone that played Wolfenstein and Doom, you're like, this is the next step. And it, it's all right. It just feels very, I don't want to say uninspired, but kind of run around just shooting stuff. Uh, it's very drab. It's just a lot of, even though the blue sky looks kind of cool in the game mm-hmm. versus just like stone ceiling in a Wolfenstein game or red right. sky and Doom. But, uh, it was. It felt very dark, uh, and uh, yeah, enemies just kind of ran at you, and you could just gun them down. Uh, but I played the living hell out of it. 
uh, and it, it was I thought it was a lot of fun. There was some cool stuff. There, there were some APCs and some tanks and stuff in it. There was actually like supporting characters in the game. Like you can have a little squad from time to time. Mm-hmm. I usually always end up getting them killed. Uh, but the biggest thing for me was, and this was a pain in the ass. And it was like 1999. Our internet sucked. Trying to figure it out, and it was every like backdoor way to try to make it work. But there was online multiplayer, and I think this was probably my first online multiplayer shooter that I played. At this point, I probably, but when I got this and was playing this, I probably already played uh, StarCraft online and got my ass handed to me. and so this was like the next step where I can go out and just take some aggression out instead of uh, being schooled by uh, some 10-year-old in Korea that's probably a national champion playing in front of you know, an audience of 20,000 people. Uh, but it, it was fun. It, it was a fun game. It, it was, um, again, like almost, I don't want to say too late to the game, but you almost compare this to like, the mechanics and the fun that is like GoldenEye as a first person shooter that came out years before this. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it doesn't like, you know, can't like hold a candle to that. But so, yeah, I don't want to shit too much on it because, again, like it was like an independent team working on it, doing this mod based off of Wolfenstein. Right. Um, and it, I'm sure it was cool. It's like, oh, man, we got our game made. And it wasn't great, but I enjoyed playing it. It was a lot of fun. Um, and uh, it crashed on me quite a bit, though. But trying to figure out the, uh, the the biggest challenge, the hardest part of it was just figuring out how to make multiplayer work. And on the rare occasion, uh, it did, which was kind of cool. Sweet. Uh, shall we move on, good sir? Oh, I, I think we can. All right, here we go. We're, we're winding down. Just gonna just talk about this. <laughs> oh, boy. So, back in the mid-90s, I wanted to play Beavis and Butter for Super Nintendo. But for some reason, it was never available to rent at Blockbuster for Super Nintendo. And one day I was there with my buddy Matt who had Genesis and I convinced him to rent it for Sega. <laughs> pull my finger. No Genesis. <laughs> Come on, Beavis. Pull it. We this okay. game is awful. It's a, it's a puzzle platformer. <laughs> that was cool. We stayed up all night <laughs> drinking his dad's caffeine free Coke. What I don't know why anyone would buy that, but he did. It was still it's still full of sugar. It tastes delicious. But we stayed up all night. Like chugging his dad's caffeine-free Coke and playing this game all fucking weekend. It was even a summer weekend, Squeezer. Oh, you're potted down. Sorry. Can you hear me now? The the, the good beige can. Yes. We put yeah. The there was gold. It was gold can. Gold, sure. Yeah. Uh. Coke 1990, let's say seven. Let's see what it looks like. Images. Yeah, it was like uh, gold. It was a gold can 
Anyway, he drank caffeine-free Coke. Here it is. In cans right there. I don't know. Um, I have a lot of weird cans in my office right now. I can buy this one, too. You do. It's pretty sweet. Uh, so, yeah, we drink caffeine-free Coke because that was what his her, his dad drank. I guess he couldn't have caffeine. And um, we'd uh, play, we played this game. And for some reason, I was obsessed with Beavis and Butthead. It, it, this is a funny show, but it is pretty stupid. I'm not a king of the hill, which is stupid, but also, like, poignant. But I guess everything had a point. And I still like Beavis and Butthead. This game, you went from area to area, and you had to, like, find things to, like, unlock things. It was, it was very much like that Batman game, but there was some platforming in it. And there's a Are you going to buy this Coke can? There's, I might. It's 9.50. Go for it. I know. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. That was always in my grandparents' house. It's all they drank. Right. Yeah, it, was, it tastes just like Coke as a kid. Well, know. well, no, that's the caffeine-free. Sorry, they drank the diet caffeine-free. Ah. Which was that. So, like, it was more of a... It was same color scheme and everything, but it had like a gradient on it. Yeah, yeah, it was striped. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, this was just caffeine free, so it, it tasted exactly like regular Coke. It was full sugar Coke. See, I'd rather take the caffeine over the sugar. So would I, absolutely. But as a kid, I would rather take the sugar over oh, the caffeine. I guess that's Coke Zero. What's that? What the caffeine over the sugar. Well, Diet Coke also. Oh, and Diet Coke, too, but Diet Coke tastes like piss. Diet Coke does taste like piss. Coke Zero tastes just like Coke. But again, and my eloquent take on it. But, like, again, as a kid, you I thought diet drinks tasted like garbage to me. Yes. So, caffeine-free I... drinks, it tastes just like regular Coke. That's what I'm But getting. then there's those people that prefer the taste of Diet Coke. I just can't comprehend that. Oh, you mean if we're talking diet drinks? Just in general, like they're like if they're like, oh, I want a soda, and like they would actually prefer not even for like the the fact that it's zero sugar, but the fact that they actually like the taste of Diet Coke. Oh, like awful. I get it, I enjoy, like I backyard wrestled, and like I would actually had fun being lit on fire. So I understand the concept <laughs> of uh, masochism. So if that's why you drink Diet Coke, I understand that. But if you truly enjoy it, that's different. So um. Yeah, I get all that, but I don't even know what your point was. Oh. I don't know. We we're ranting about nonsense. Yeah. Uh, I, I No one likes Diet Coke. I don't even like Diet, Diet Pepsi. Sucks. I can only drink Coke Zero and Pepsi Zero. Like, they taste like the actual things. I, I, I'll get... I have a whole Pepsi blog right. coming, Squeezer. I have a whole Pepsi video. You've seen I'm the, not yet. the makings of it in my office. Anyway, this, this Beavis and Body game was a lot of fun, uh, and you would think that two kids would be high playing it all weekend, staying up all night, and how would they stay up all night without the caffeine and Coke? Yeah, kids don't need caffeine to stay up all night. Caffeine just makes us talk more. Uh, and we weren't smoking weed yet, we were just idiots. Oh, my automatic door, garage door closer is triggered. 1210, squeezer. I was out working in the flower bed. I was digging up the fucking overgrown grass and weeds in my flower bed and putting down more mulch. It looks, looks beautiful. I'm very, I was sweating like a fucking bastard today, too. You still there? Did I lose you? I'm here. No, I'm just, you know, listening to you talk about working up a sweat. Hmm. Alright, that's all. Beavis and Butthead liked it. 
Bad game. Not great game. Uh, here's your next one, Hanson. Well, 007, how did you come to ruin this little beauty? And where exactly is the rest of this? And I suppose you can explain this. Oh, James. It's not easy being Bond on Nintendo GameCube, Xbox, and PlayStation 2. Ready T for teen. That weirdo James really is creepy. Yeah, well, so oh, it, it, it's James. fun if, if you listen to the ah, commercial. James! What? Yeah. <laughs> if, if you watch this commercial, like what John Cleese is saying corresponds with like the images on the screen like he's like a broken rocket launcher and like the car and then the girl mm-hmm. and the lipstick but if you just listen to him and then just think of it in the context of what you did to the video game franchise i find it even more humorous like what have you done to this so 007 agent under fire uh the what they call the true sequel to goldeneye um, yeah, it, it doesn't, uh, hold a candle to its, uh, predecessor, if you will. So this was released in 2002. Um, I had it for Xbox and I, I had it for one reason, really. So, and, and let's just get to the gameplay real quick. It, it It's... It has its moments. It's almost like they made the game. They had a couple ideas for like some high spots, and then they quick built the game around it. Uh, doesn't have a ton of replay value. They couldn't get the licensing for like Pierce Brosnan and even John Cleese after the fact. Like they got John Cleese for the commercial, but couldn't license him for the game. Mm. Uh, so it's very generic. Um, th- there's really not much to write home about this like i honestly the only thing i remember about actually playing this game is i got bored playing it uh wasn't exactly thrilled now what makes this game awesome and so cool is this is how i got my xbox hacked Hmm. uh there was a contest put out, and uh, the winner would receive $100,000 to try to hack an Xbox uh, and break it and install um, a Linux system on it that they can then run basically anything and mod it. And by using the, the fucked up save system in this game... Uh, they allowed to hack into and basically reprogram an Xbox uh, without formally modding it. Although mine was both hacked and modded because they soldered uh, the chip into it, I think. I don't know. This it, 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 I had it done. I was down with a buddy in Villanova. He did it in his dorm, and it was the first time I had edibles. So I don't remember much in the process of how it was done. Mm. But I know James Bond 007... Um, agent under fire was the, the gateway uh, into getting it hacked. And that left the door open into Pirate Bay Town and just downloading every Xbox game, burning it to a disc, throw it in, and I had every Xbox game um, across the board. Um, 
because of the, of this wonderful work of art. Um, I, I originally, like even in the the marketing material, like so in the commercial, you see like the driving scene and stuff, and they actually show like the health bar, and it looks just like the health bar from Goldeneye, but like it never actually made it in the game. I'm pretty sure they just like took that and added it in just to because people recognize it. And so, right. like, they took recognizable things from Goldeneye and, like, slapped it on top to try to sell it. Um, but, yeah, the the best thing really come out of this game was the fact that it allowed you to hack an Xbox. And uh, I, I ran... Uh, uh, what did I run? Oh, I forgot what to name it. I gotta, I gotta boot that thing back up. I wonder if it still even runs. Um, but I th- was it UXE... Uh, but it was cool having, having this done. I want to say it was probably my, might've been my freshman year already. Freshman or sophomore year. So it would have been like 2002, 2003. Um, and yeah, allowed you to just go and download every game. I, I have a stack of burned CDs. Although He's now they're, probably, they're coming up on twenty years old, so they might not even run anymore. What's yeah. what's the lifespan on a on a CDR? I don't know. I'm not a scientist, Squeezie. Oh. is anyone out there a scientist? Uh, how long long does a C C D C D R last? Let's see. Oh. Under recommended storage conditions. Oh, under recommended storage conditions. No, they've been sitting in a banker's box in my attic for six years. Mm-hmm. Uh, 100 to 200 years. Oh, so you got time. Uh, DVD RAM discs should have an expectancy of 25 years. Okay. Hmm. Well, let's jump onto that one. We move on to my next pick. Uh, let's talk about storage. Ah, I mentioned this few weeks ago that my neighbor down the street had this game spy versus spy from nintendo entertainment system and he never wanted to play it. he hated it but every time i was there i wanted to play it i loved this game first of all because i was obsessed with mad magazine second of all because i was super obsessed with the spy versus spy comics in mad magazine squeezer and why this game might not be the greatest it's still fun you could plant deadly traps to Ooh. kill your opponent. It's, it's, it's okay when you play against a computer, but it's so much better. It's like Mario Kart before Mario Kart. It's a split screen. You're playing uh, the player two, and you're going through uh, embassies trying to collect items, but you can't collect, uh, you can't hold every item until you have the suitcase and you hold all the items. But in the meantime, you can plant booby traps all around to try and kill the other person and there's ways you can prevent that booby trap from killing you and it's fucking hysterical because the guy laughs every time he kills you he's like, <laughs> <laughs> like Donnie <laughs> that's him laughing that's him laughing 
It's along those Spy vs. Spy. I was obsessed. Every time we went down to Vincent's house, I went to play Spy vs. Spy. I was like, I don't want to play Spy vs. Spy. I'm like, I want to play Spy vs. Spy. Um, yeah, I was the same. Yeah, I had uh, kids up the street had it, and uh, I always wanted to play it because it, it looked so much fun. It was fun. And, and guess what my favorite bit was on the Mad TV show? It was the fucking Spy vs. Spy cartoons. Oh, yeah. Spy vs. Spy holds a special part in my heart, and that would be a great like film to option. Just like a funny Spy vs. Spy, but it would be ruined by like Will Ferrell or something. Aw, be nice. I mean, I like Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell could do great things, but when he gets like a, something like this, he just ruins it. It'd be great with like Steve Carell and Rain Wilson. Hmm. Or like Steve Carell and like Ron Swanson. I know he's a character, but you know what I mean? Nick Offerman? Nick Offerman. That's sad, you know. Uh, I, I'm going to have to fucking get Peacock now. God damn it. Yeah, um, or buy the DVDs, buy the Blu-rays. Blu-ray sets. Uh, that's, yeah, but then I got to, like, rip. I don't want to have to. Then they're on a Or just disc. buy them on iTunes. If you, you, have Apple, you don't have Apple TV. No. Not in the Apple ecosystem. Oh, no. no. I don't, I don't know, know what I'm going to do. Spy spy. It might be, it's just easier, just 50 bucks a year and be done with it. Yeah. All right, here is your, let's wrap this shit up with Squeezer's last pick. Read them for mature. Hardcore Revolution, the video game coming to 17 from acclaim. ECW's here, interrupting WWF Raw Pro. Now he's on the table. <laughs> oh, I was so hyped for this game. I paid full retail price for this gem, even though I already owned it because it was called WWF Attitude. Um, tell, this was the tell, sequel tell the to. Uh, what's that? Uh, in 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 THQ released a game called NWO versus WCW um, World Tour on N64, mm-hmm. and it had a wrestling engine unlike any wrestling game ever before, where you could perform finishing moves. It was crazy realistic, and they put a few more games out with it. But WWF wanted that engine so bad, and meanwhile they're stuck with a claim. Claims yeah. engine is okay, but it's kind of shitty. It's it's trying to be more like Mortal Kombat it, than a wrestling. Game. It's more arcadey than anything. Yes, yes. it's more arcadey. So uh, WWF awaits out the contract THQ has with WCW and gets in on that contract because De- THQ knows they can make more money selling WWF games at this point because NWO WCW is dead in the water. So yeah. they, and they make No Mercy and WrestleMania X Eight or whatever it is. Uh, WrestleMania 2000. 2000. Some of the best WWF wrestling games ever created. Yeah, I No games. Mercy is still one of my favorite video games of all time. In my opinion, best wrestling game of all time. It's so phenomenal. Now, now Acclaim's left. I will, I will go so far as to say it still holds up. It still holds up. Now Acclaim's left looking for someone to uh, license their engine. In comes, I can't believe EC, EC, the fact that ECW has video games 
is a goddamn fucking miracle to begin with. Yeah, I and I'll I'll take it for what it is. Cause and you know what? It's fitting though. It is really fitting what the games are. So and and um yes, Sean, WAF Warzone was uh the it was hot garbage. It was we talked about that before on the show. I played all the uh all the cutscenes, the FM uh V cutscenes. Uh but it had Ahmed Johnson, so you know that was a plus. Uh, and then uh, ECW got the contract, and ECW Hardcore Revolution was basically just a reskin of Warzone. A claim made uh, WF Attitude, and then they just basically reskinned and ported for ECW Anarchy Rules. They added a few more modes, um, like. Uh, uh, like extra extra weapons, dumpster matches, stuff like that. And for me, like as a super fan, as a mark, it was awesome. I didn't care, and I knew it was bad. I knew it was bad when I had yeah, it. I had, it I had a I more bought, realistic. I, KB I, I had I a better. It. Sorry. I what worked at KB and I bought it just because it was an ECW game. But yeah. I, I wound up recreating all the characters and WCW NWO uh, just because it, their character creator engine was fantastic. Exactly. I had a better ECW game in No Mercy with a Game Shark because you can go online and there was like the No Mercy form and they had the Game Shark codes where guys programmed the moves. So like you had like a van, you could do a Van Daminator in No Mercy. It was a little glitchy, but it was still pretty awesome. Um, and you life, can basically make guys to a T. Um, they looked more realistic, looked more like themselves. In, in No Mercy with the Game Shark than in the Anarchy Rules game. Uh, and yeah, it clearly was just a, a copy and rebranding. Because like, even like the Double Arm DDT was in the game. And then right next to it was Wham Bam Thank You Ma'am as a finisher. Which is a Double Arm DDT. Um... Yeah, it wasn't thrilling, but it was fun. It was it was cool to see again your guys, like because it just you know you know how that the aura was the that sense of belonging that yeah, ECW kind of gave you, especially because we are in Pennsylvania. Yeah, and yeah, like I'm watching these guys on WGTW Channel 48 at two in the morning. Uh, and they got a fucking video game. It's almost like your friends, your friends backyard wrestling get a video game. And they made a backyard wrestling video game and I had it. Yes, um, WCW, NWO Revenge, probably. Uh, whatever one I had, I, I loved it. It was so much fun. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it was, I, I, I played the shit out of it. It was fun. I got to see, my favorite wrestlers were there. Even though it was the exact same game that I had. I bought the same game, same two games twice, basically. I, I bought uh, WAF uh, Warzone twice when I bought Hardcore Revolution, and, and I bought Attitude twice when I bought Anarchy Rules. And Duke um, what's buy? that? Uh, hey, I wanted to make sure that my, my guys got paid. I'm sure Paul made sure that whatever licensing agreement he made, the Allow money made me, it down sir. to the boys in this the locker room. This is a digital version of you, sir. I believe it is a <laughs> digital portion of the paycheck you deserve, sir. And I definitely will not be paying you your full share. 
sir. Uh, okay, here we go. Let me just, before we, we wrap this up, uh, let me scroll through the general reception. Um, we'll, we'll go, I have the PlayStation version, so we'll go to that. Or I'll go with the PlayStation version. If they don't have a review for that, I'll go with the Dreamcast version. Uh, got two out of five stars at, on all game. CVG gave it uh, two out of ten. EGM gave it four out of ten. Game Informer, 3 out of 10. Game Fan, 0.1%. Game Pro gave it 2.5 stars. Game Revolution gave it a D. GameSpot, very generous with 5.5 out of 10. IGN gave it a 3.8. And OPM gave it a 1 star. And it currently has a 43 out of 100 on uh, Metacritic. Actually, let me. I'm going to go to Metacritic right now because this is kind of fun. W. Ooh, nope. It's now up. Oh, yep, forty-three on. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> to quote Bart Simpson, I didn't think this it was possible, but this sucks and blows. Hmm. It, it's both sucks and blows, sir. Uh, well, I don't think you have to further gild the lily squeezer. No, no. This is um. You've beat it to death. ECW fans would be outraged. They weren't, though. They were happy to have a game. No, yeah, we were. I, I was thrilled. I think... Yeah, I, I, I truly... It, it's a bad game, but I, I fucking love it. I think now uh, is more a better time than ever to wrap this show up. I agree. Uh, but I have that disc somewhere. I, I will try to. I don't know how the PlayStation disc, stuff works. All right. I had the N64 game. Uh, still awful. But as mm. we wrap up, I want to say one thing before we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, this show is dedicated to Chadwick Boseman. Uh, Chad- oh, Chad- man, that's depressing. I feel bad for him now. He, uh, well, come on, he was awesome. Uh, no, Yeah, I know, but he was inspirational playing Black Panther and uh, playing someone that kids all around the world can look up to. I love that fucking movie. I loved his turn as Black Panther and all the Marvel movies. And I just want to say... Uh, I did not realize he was sick, and I was no. very upset because I was very much looking forward to Black Panther 2 and him in other Avenger movies. He was great in 42. He was, uh, I, I didn't see him in his other, uh, he played, um, he did other biopics, but I have not seen them. I only saw 42 in Black Panther. And I uh, was very, I mean, he was just so good as Black Panther. And um, I don't know what they're going to do. I would suggest Suri, his sister, takes over the role of Black Panther like she does in the comic books. That'd be Um, the right thing to do. Or just not use Black Panther anymore out of respect for how well he played the fucking role. He was awesome. And I just wanted to, I know our show doesn't mean shit to a lot of people, but it means shit to some people. So this one goes out to Chadwick Boson. How do you say his last name? Uh, 
Chadwick Boz Bozeman. Chadwick Bozeman. Yeah. Chadwick Bozeman. You're a fucking fan. You were a, a fantastic actor. You always be a fantastic actor in uh, Wakanda Forever. Uh, right, Squeezer? Yeah. Uh, I'm going out with a little Kendrick Lamar and SZA, all the stars. Uh, Black Panther ends. Um, just because. It's, it was a sad day to learn of this passing, right? It, it was surprising. I, I love Black Panther. That's a great movie, too. Oh, I loved it, yeah. I love Coogler fucking Creed, man. God damn, do I love Creed. Brian Coogler, hell of a director. I can't wait to see what he does next. Uh, I can't wait to see... Um, what all those actors for Black Panther do to uh, memorialize Chadwick and, and move on with the character. But uh, he'll, he will be missed, and we will be back next week with more Rad Ears Podcast Squeezer. Okay. <laughs> okay. Same rad time. Same <laughs> rad channel. I'm RK. I'm Squeezer. You guys have a great night. Thank you for joining